on your part. I showed him your podcast while we were driving from Gainesville for our first, you know, indoor meet. Oh, yeah? And he, I was like, you like it? He's like, nah, bro, this is good. Play another one. Play another one. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, we, cool. we try to keep them short and keep yeah. them good. Well, and also it was like, we're not, we're not newspaper. I want to yeah. talk about real stuff. Like, yeah. Like sprinter stuff. Um, all right, let's, let's knock it out. Here we go. Welcome to the On Track and Field podcast, live from Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Well, not live for you because you're an audience member and you downloaded this whenever you wanted, but sit in front of me, not on a Zoom call, is Noah Lyles, which is funny because Noah looked like he dressed up. It looks good. Do you look good everywhere you go? No, I, uh, I, I don't feel good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm in my practice clothes. I just practiced like two hours ago. Oh, yeah? You know, I definitely need a shower right now. <laughs> so the fact that you think I'm look good, um, you're just complimenting Adidas right now. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Like, we're on a podcast. No one needs to see it, but I'm just telling everybody you look good. Um, on trackandfield.com, they have what you need. Equipment, everything. Just go to that website. It's super easy. On trackandfield.com. Steve, the CEO, is sitting right next to me, and he's also produces the podcast, but he will hook you up because he hooks me up, and I get to work with them. I love, love working with them. I love being part of the family. On trackandfield.com. Noah, man, last time I talked to you, and by the way, we had a two-parter. It was a huge hit. Everyone loves hearing from you. Um, how are you doing? Uh, first of all, I'm really excited to hear that it did well because, you know, I, I, first of all, I, I loved it. I've been telling everybody, you know, that I've been on it. But truthfully, um, right now I'm just a little tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, this, is our, this is our second day of shooting, so right. I, you know, we did the. I've been doing interviews and everything since like from eight to eight, you know. And I have like the busiest day out of everybody, but you know, it's because I'm just trying to get so much out of so little amount of time. But three-time world champion, silver, three-time Diamond League winner. You had a pretty good indoor season, man. Your sixty was. You told me it was going to be hot, and it hot. was hot. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, you're the face of track and field, and I, I don't know if you know this or not. Actually, you probably do know this. I, I, I mean, NBC just a little was, bit. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> let me ask you this: Like, do you like being the face of track and field? I mean, are you? I love it. You love it. I love it. I mean, that's a that's a lot of responsibility. That was, that was, this is my goal. I mean, that that's how I view. I I was just in a interview with LA Times and I yeah. was like you know my goal when I entered the sport wasn't to be a world record holder to grab as many world championships or Olympic medals I mean it's going to come with the territory but my goal was to transcend the sport I yeah. wanted to take the sport to a place it's never been that it's never seen and I wanted to consistently do it so that when I leave people will have this book of oh we don't have to just do it this way we can go way further than what's been presented to us right well, you're doing that. Do you have a game plan? I mean, your YouTube series is very good, by the way. I really um, appreciate that. Yeah. Are, when you sit down and you articulate what it looks like to market and brand yourself and the sport, do you guys have a trajectory or a plan? I mean, what does that look like moving forward? Uh, to be honest, I, I wish it was as organized as yeah. you say. The only thing that I would say is the most organized is my YouTube channel. Um, we have a meeting every two weeks. We discuss what we are trying to get out of it, who we're trying to reach, what were the next video is going to be and you know you feel like they're going to be 30 minute calls yeah, and they sure. end up being like an hour 45 of just like oh well what if we did this and we introduced this and it's just like okay how's this video going and it's like oh we need to redo it um you'd be shocked how many times we edit re-edit videos like there's so much raw footage that we just have to cut out because you know we don't want people to get too bored yeah because they they get yeah. pretty long but I feel the stories are are really good, and we're ba trying to balance, you know, the 
longer videos with the shorter videos. Because some people are like, oh, they love the really short videos, sure. and then some people love the longer videos. So the real fans yeah. like the long stuff. But exactly. attention spans a thing, right? You got exactly. A, you got an audience. Well, okay, so. You know, it sounds like you're heavily involved in the process of marketing yourself in the sport. Yeah. Is that true? You don't have... 100%. Or, yeah. Is that pretty tiring? I mean, you do got to run too. I truthfully just see it as fun. Like, this is what I wanted to do. I like to be a content creator. I like to go out Love there it. and create new ideas and new ways to see things and create yeah. stories. It's, it's just one of my favorite things to do. Um, I'm a creator at heart, I guess is the best way to describe that. If I wasn't doing track, I would maybe be an artistic director or something sure. like that. Okay, so my favorite question, the one I got the most press about last time I talked to you was, I was like, hey, it was, our, it was part two of our, our long conversation. It was awesome, by the way. And I was like, <laughs> break down the four by one, who's on it? Okay, Mike Norman now is in the hundred. Yeah. Now tell me the best four by one and you're anchoring. Well, you know, it's crazy. We're, uh, we're going to Florida Relays and it's going to be me my brother, Kendall Williams, and Michael Norman. Oh, you guys already planned that out? USATF set it up. They want us to have, you know, some type of chemistry going into world championships. Wait, wait, crazy, wait, wait, right? wait, 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 <laughs> wait. You mean to tell me USA Track and Field will say, hey, chemistry might be a good thing for the 4 by one Exactly. I was kind of shocked to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the, I was like, who came up with this idea? Yeah. <laughs> wait, um, what's going on? Yeah, but uh, I'm not going to knock it. Okay, when's that? Uh, That's a good relay. April, it, it's um the last weekend in March, first weekend in April. Okay, coming up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, and you're a pretty advocate on Twitter. You're like, hey, Atlanta, let's go. Like you're you're trying to bait people to yeah. come out, and that's good for the sport. Do you think people are pretty receptive to that? Some people are. Um, some people, you know, everybody has their own opinion of how sure. to better the sport. Um, truthfully, what I was kind of getting at. Because I knew it was going to be a long shot, even if they said yes. I just wanted to get out there that there are track meets that are happening that are like that, that these meets can happen at, and give people the opportunity to be like, okay, we want to see this, and getting a dialogue of how do we make this happen. Um, of course, money make the world go round. Yeah, so yeah, right now, people got agendas and they exactly. Got, yeah, yeah. So I don't blame them for saying they want money, and truthfully. You know, I'm yeah, one of those I'm guys too, yeah. who I just want to run. You know, I'm here to run and be fast and run against fast competition. But I, I have to remind myself that I have to put a price tag with things I do, too, because my agent was like, hang on. If you do this, you don't need to be running for no cheap stuff. I was just like, well, I just want to run, you know, it's like backyard stuff, you know. Yeah, I like but, it. Uh, well, yeah, he's right. And you're right, too. I mean, yeah. there's value when you put money into it yeah, and yeah. you deserve to give aid. Um, one thing I forgot to ask you last time we talked is. Your routine, routine, mm -hmm. like going from clerk to starting blocks. And then even after the starting blocks, I've seen you do some goofy stuff. I mean, I saw yeah. you in high school start going like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. going down. And, I was like and I know you're doing those things to keep yourself ready and light mm -hmm. and you're getting your mind in this place where you can compete. Right. Yeah. You know, walk me through your routine and why you have it. Yeah. Uh, so we're specifically talking about at track meets, correct? Absolutely. Okay. So. I think watching the the Boston, you know, behind the scenes, um, the YouTube series, right? series yeah. was a really good showing of one of the ways that we prepare because each one is different. You know, this was the 60 meters, but the 60 meters doesn't look anything like the 200 or the 100. Um, it'll probably look a lot closer to the 100, but nothing like the 200. And the 200 is light. It is free. It is exciting. And it's go out there and just be you. 
you know, for the 60, it's like, hey, we have to ignite a fire in your belly and get a little aggressive maybe even or just have that focused mindset and take that energy and put it into the craft, into your work. So every track meet, if we really recorded each track meet, those sessions that I'm having with my therapist, with Diana, would look completely different. Oh, really? None of them look, would look the same. And truthfully, we do that because every situation is different. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to we'll take uh, the street meet in May 6th, yeah. I'm going to go out there. I'm probably going to be a lot more lighthearted because we're running a 150 or we're running a 100. And it's one, you know, raised up in the air. So the, it's going to be very bouncy. I'm not expecting a world-breaking time. I'm just out there to have fun so the crowd can be introduced to track that this is a cool thing. Yeah, I'm going to be out there to win, but I want to have a light heart when I do that. Are you racing to win or are you racing for some times or both? It, it's, it's so hard to sometimes determine what you want to do. I advise race for the win because with the win, the That's times will show. It's good advice. But sometimes the win is almost automatic and you have to think to yourself, I have to push past the win. When I went to Worlds in 2022, I was like, I'm running to run fast, as, as fast as I humanly can. That was the goal of that finals. Well, you told me that you knew 1931 was in you. In fact, yeah. you, said, you, you said, I thought it was faster. I, I, I can go. Yeah. So you thought that was inside you. Um, when you're going practices and training sessions, and then when you get into the blocks, how, um, how confident are you you're going to do some stuff? Is there ever doubt in your mind? Or... I mean, this is something I'm going to, I'm going to ask you from like a high school kid mm -hmm. to now when you're in the blocks, what's your mindset? Like, what are you thinking about? Yeah. As a high school kid, it was just run. <laughs> yeah. Keep it simple. You know, keep it simple. You know, it's almost Neanderthal like thinking, you know, you're good. You're talented. Just run. You're fast. You're going to catch everybody. Like literally that was kind of like the thought it was, you're going to catch no matter how far they get, you're going to catch them. Yeah. Let's keep it like that. Now as I get to pro, it's like, okay, that got me here, but I don't expect that to keep me here. Now mm. I need to, I want to be with or ahead of everybody before a certain point. You know, I don't want to be playing catch up. That's not what I want to be known in my career for as the, the guy who just always came back. You, you want know? to be ahead exactly. and make them try to catch you exactly. and you know they can't. Exactly. I want to dominate. I want to make them so scared of the fact that I'm on their side at 10 meters that there's no doubt that I'm just going to walk away from them. By the time we get to the end of the so race. So they're in lane six or seven. They're scared to death because exactly. they know you're coming in hot. Exactly. What lane would you love to have every race? Is it always five? No, it depends. So are we talking about 100 or 200? Let's go two. 200, seven, six, Oh, you like the outside? Five. Oh, okay. You, but yeah. you prefer more outside I will always go five and up. Always. Okay, well, what about 100? For the 100? Just not the outside. Three through six. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna Budapest? Are you looking to do the one, the two, and the four by one? Yep. I Paris, sure same thing. Oh yeah. Ooh. How do you manage all those qualifying marks or heats up until that point? Just get through it. No, it, it's it's training. Like we have already started training in a way that is kind of preparing me to do that. So we know we have the two hundred channeled and you know very well handled. What we want to make sure is that we can run each round without having to give our full max effort. And if we do, we can handle it. So we're taking practices and saying, okay, we're going to up the intensity. 
because our body is now going to get used to that intensity. So when I show up at the finals of the 100 meters and I've already put in, you know, two, nine, eight or faster runs, my body is going to be like, we've been here before. We can do this. Let's go. Let's do it. And then when we go to the 200, it's like, hey, we can back off for maybe a round or two because we need to heal, but we know we're still going to give 19.9 or faster. Seems like a lot of people are not really specializing in, or rather, let me rephrase that. A lot of people are specializing yeah. in one or the other. You don't see a lot of one, two guys anymore. Not anymore, yeah. Yeah, so is that tough to figure out when you're trying to train? I mean, because 200 requires a lot more meters, volume. Yeah. Uh, well, thankfully, I don't have to think about that. That's my coach's job. And, oh, good for you. Uh, good Lance Brahman is is an amazing coach. He's dealt with multiple doublers, you know. Um, Tyson Gay, even though he's not known so much for his 200, he has a PR of 19.5. Yeah, wait, what are we talking about? He's one of the greatest he's ever done. Exactly. But, you know, people just kind of see you saying and remember. Yeah, he for, was born at the wrong time. That's he, the problem. That's not his a fault. A lot of people were born at the yeah. wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that whole time period, Justin yeah, Gatlin, Tyson true. Gay, Johan Blake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everybody was kind of played. <laughs> 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 that's a I had Johan on the podcast and he's just like the most humble nice guy but like he's not even the most famous guy in Jamaica that yeah. sucks it really sucks yeah um alright man like I know I only had you for a short time and you and I could probably talk for hours for sure but let me let me end with a couple other questions um one thing that I really like one thing that I think is probably going to be your greatest legacy and it's it's not your sprinting which is going to be phenomenal and it's always going to be phenomenal <laughs> Um, it's how much of an advocate you are for anxiety, depression, dealing with those things. What do you do the night before a race? What do you do to like calm yourself down, to get yourself in a place where you can be successful in a performance, even though we know that doesn't define you, right? Yeah. But like, how do you get there? Because there's a lot of people that deal, especially athletes, deal mm -hmm. with that very same thing, but you're doing it at the highest stage possible. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things of, of course, I have a therapist, uh, sports therapist, and, and we talk about how we are going to plan this race out. You know, so when we actually show up to the track, we already have the plan. We're just going on script. So mm. anything after that is it's just fun. You know, cherries on tops, and you know, we'll even think of, oh, if we can't get this, you know, we'll do this. You know, being able to be adaptable, um, having that plan, I feel, is probably one of the the fastest ways to put yourself in a calming position because you've already thought yeah. of what you're going to do. So you like visualizing yourself in the race? I'm visualizing myself walking into the warm-up area of the and track, wow. waking up, eating breakfast. The whole day is a visualization yeah. to me. So I'm just going along with the script. And it's funny because you'll watch me go throughout the day, and my coach hates this, but <laughs> I will go shopping the morning of or the, the the beginning of the day because the track meets are usually late at night i'll go shopping i'll go out i'll walk i'll go have breakfast and lunch with my mom and you know interact with a few fans who'll see me and my coach hates it because he's kind of from that era where it's just like you know you have to be so locked in on racing but i think he's gotten used to it now that sure. i've 
done it for so long. But because I'm able to do that, I'm able to be me, I'm able to be free, and I'm truthfully going along with my script. This is my script. This gets me into that nat that um, natural flow of this is the normal part of the day, and then we're building up, we're building up, we're building up. Now we're getting ready for to go to the track, and I'm putting in my spikes, and I'm putting in my, my yeah, foam roller, uh, my bands, I got my music playing, and I can't have my music too loud because if it is, then I'll be too hype, and I'll run out of energy. Now we're getting on the bus. We get to the site. I'm chilling. Coach is going to tell me to move in like 30 minutes. Okay, this is normal. Now I got my playlist that is perfectly timed to every like warm up and drill and major movement in my you know routine. Now we're getting to the you know the the flies and the blocks and now somebody's going to try and intimidate me. It, <laughs> it failed. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Now we nice go try. Exactly. <laughs> now we go to the call room. All right, my moment is coming. Not mm -hmm. the moment. Mine. This is my moment. This is, I've been telling, started telling people that it's not about being, is the moment too big for you? Mm. It's the moment was created for you. Take, yeah, own that. Now use it. <sighs> that's good. That's good advice from any coach that's going to coach any athlete. Like, this is your moment. Yeah. Don't let it get away from you because it's yours. Yeah. It's nobody else's. Yep. It's yours. Man, it's cool for you You say these things because these are things that people are going to take from the podcast and really apply that in their context, whatever that is, their team. Their, if they're an athlete, yes. we had a lot of athletes listen to your podcast last time we did because of those athletes look up to you and they want to hear, you know, you're accessible. Yeah. It's cool, man. And we really appreciate you being accessible as you are. Um, okay. where? What's next? Budapest? You got you got yeah. okay. You got three three or four races before Budapest. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, we're gonna go. Of course, we're gonna do a lot of like relay meets through April. So we're gonna go to not. Uh, we're gonna go to Tom Jones. We're gonna go to Florida relays. Um, you at Mount Sac at all? No, because it's just so far out there. It's basically like trying to go to Europe. <laughs> it's a six hour flight. It's so funny. We like we like live next to Mount Sac. So I, yeah. yeah. And I live next to Florida Relays. Hey, that's right. hey, hey, hey. So it's yeah. Right. We we get it. Yeah. Um then I'm gonna go to May sixth, we're gonna have the Atlanta street meet. Okay. Um right a few weeks after that we should start getting ready for you know the paris diamond league rome diamond league um yeah. we might throw one more race out there and then we're going to really start hammering it down for usas and that's kind of just what's coming next sure well um I mean, we need to make sure before we end the podcast that like we're here probably because of you we're here because you yeah, i was so shocked <laughs> no man like they called me and they're like hey uh noah lyles enjoyed the podcast and he wants you to he thinks you should come out and i was like wait what so I, I we really can't do. thank you enough man like you're a big you're a big deal and but you also are so accessible so personable and it's really easy to talk to you and be a fan of you man like I you're a human being that. that's doing amazing things 1931 is just <laughs> unreal and i got to see it live um we can't we can't and that would We'll love to have you on the podcast again, but continue to do what you're doing, and you're not done, huh? You're not done slowing not down. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. And I know you guys aren't either. Yeah, well said, man. <laughs> um, okay, so continue to follow Noah. We'll look at his YouTube series. It's super easy to find. I've been watching every episode. It's been a family thing on Sunday nights. We just throw it on. And uh, the long ones they like more because they don't have to go to bed so soon. <laughs> but uh, On Track and Field is the main sponsor, if not the sole reason we're all here 
and Steve sitting right next to me producing it, just stick around and RelayBatons.com and OnTrackAndField.com. You can get in contact with them on social media, and Steve will tell you how. Steve, take us away. Thanks to our guest, Noah Lyles, for joining us at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas on this week's On Track and Field podcast. The On Track and Field podcast is powered by RelayBatons.com. Custom engraved Relay Batons, water bottles and tumblers. Great for team branding, fundraisers, meet awards and coaches gifts. And by OnTrackAndField.com. Cross country and tracks one-stop source for everything you need for a successful season. Competition gear, spikes, training equipment, and shoes. OnTrackAndField.com has everything you need and make sure to check out our new website ontrackrunning.com your new source for competition and training shoes featuring Saucony, Brooks, On Running, New Balance, Asics and Hoka shoes and spikes ontrackrunning.com and make sure to follow us on our socials at ontrack the letter and field at ontrack and field on Twitter and Instagram 